This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Howdy, y'all. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Outlaws and Obelisks. (laughs) We need to sell that out. (laughs) I asked about it. Oh, well, whatever. Uh... I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, Jeremy Cobb, uh, and as always, I am joined by Jasper William Cartwright, and I will be playing Tovo Reeves. I'm Connie, I'm playing Chang Hushir, they are your lovable Goliath uh, chronomancy wizard. Big, but not strong. Very smart, though. All the muscle went to the brain. (laughs) (laughs) Producer Dan here. Johnny forgot to hit record for the first few minutes. Just smile and nod while everyone else laughs. Yes, but not mechanically a rogue. Uh, Mechanic... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) It will avoid any confusion. Why is he raging? Uh, All right. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> uh, you all have headed off uh, from the town of Squeaky Gate. Your ultimate destination is the city of Al Maghrib, also known as Sunset City. But mm-hmm. you were planning to take a little bit of a detour to the northeast, a half day's journey away, to check out one of these strange anomaly zones. So. It's about mid, uh, it's about eh, heading into the afternoon by the time you're actually able to leave because you had a very, very busy morning and then there was a lot of packing up and uh, burial ritual and the town just sort of tried to recover from the, the trauma of what has happened that day and everybody's just freaking out. Yeah. Also, Tovo uh, made it, created a sentient camel. Uh, and, oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, Tovo, try as you might, you cannot block out the sound of this camel uh discovering <laughs> discovering oh, uh the world around it, it with new eyes oh is this like is this full um hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy like oh what's this is this the ground i'm gonna call this the ground it, and then there's the, the what are those pointy things over there i'm gonna call those mountains <laughs> uh sort of it's more like why am i walking on four legs and yet everyone around me walks on two what separates oh, wow. me from them? Uh, very, very like solemn and philosophical. Um, mm. <laughs> because unfortunately, the mechanics of this spell dictate that it can just communicate with you telepathically at all times. Mm-hmm. So camels in your head. But the rest of you, thankfully, are not plagued by a newly sapient camel. Uh, but as you head off uh, towards this location along the way, it takes uh, more into the evening before you actually get there. It's going to take you a good four or five hours to actually arrive at this place. Is there anything that any of you wished to discuss along the way? 
Um, What's like the landscape like, like on this stretch of road while we're walking? Ah, well, the landscape, uh, depending on how long you've been walking, I think the longer you walk, the it, initially it looks uh, it's brushlands like it was around uh, Squeaky Gate. But the farther that you go, the stranger things start to get. Uh, at first, it's like, oh, like there, you you see some like crag rock formations, uh, you know, here and there uh, it gets a little bit rockier. But those rock formations start to get a lot stranger they start to like start to like lean at angles that don't seem like they should be possible uh, a couple of them start to like form very strange artistic shapes you could swear that like a few minutes ago you saw a plant sneeze but the, uh <laughs> it's nothing like it's it's weird but still still it's like weird normal essentially i think who should pauses like slows down right they're like they're sandaled like feet sort of like drawing to like a close like on this like dusty stretch of road and sort of like silhouetted like <laughs> silhouetted by a quadrilateral rock uh they turn <laughs> to tovo and budge and they say i am from dulumbai garun the middle kingdom the center of the world or so we call ourselves but the more i travel out west the more I become convinced that we are not the center of the world, Uttaram is. I am a chronomancer. And Husher, like, takes out a, just like, I think like a, a leaf, right? Like, tucked away in their clothes. And they use prestidigitation to, like, age the leaf into dust. And then, like, de-age it, like, back into, like, a seed. Right. And then they like it like floats in the palm of their hand as it like cycles through like um, the orbit of its life. I control little pockets of the flow of time, like dipping my hand into a running river. But I can't control the river. And they like crush their hand into a fist and like the dust of the leaf like crumples down like into the dust of the road and mixes in with like just every other bit of like ruined world. Right. And underneath their mask, Hushu's eyes narrow. But I think the secret to controlling the river and turning back the tide of time is here. <laughs> and if I can try to find the lo the the key to this lock, it might be in the Sunset City. Hmm. I see. <laughs> That's um <laughs> mighty noble pursuit you got going on there. I uh, knew someone once with a similar one. <laughs> you, uh, don't, uh, you remind me of them a little. Stubborn in your ways and, uh, definitely, uh, determined. <laughs> Even if, uh, you know, it's a, it, putting yourself in dangerous situations. You, you also knew a chronomancer? Another chronomancer from here? Um, no. So, um, my mentor, she, um, was a, uh, tinkerer, a, an inventor like, like me, and, um, uh, someone who believed that uh, the mysteries of what happened uh, could be found in the old world machines and magic that they used to create the calamity, you see. Thank you. I, I've never, ever met someone who agreed with my way of thinking. Your mentor, uh, this tinkerer, where can I find her? Um, well, I guess you could say right here, I'm kind of, um, how do I explain this? This is strange, actually. I've never actually had to explain this to anyone before in my life. Uh, <laughs> what do you mean, Tovo? Well, I, um, 
I don't know who I was before the calamity because I kind of got, uh, hmm. I got, like, fused with, um, a side of a, uh, this old, um, machine and this old, well, it's actually a, a vessel. It's pretty cool, actually. You should see it one, one time. Um, uh, but, um, I don't know how long I was stuck there or who I was before that, but then I was found by my mentor, and uh, they, well, rescued me and replaced the bits of me that was missing, that was fused still in the machine, with the, well, these bits. And then I kind of point to to the half of my body, um, which is, uh, like, machine. And, like, now you can kind of, like, I'll... Tova will kind of reveal a bit more. You see that, like, it's way more than 50% is, like, machine. It's, like, kind of, like, it's, like, halfway down the face and then sort of half the chest, and it kind of curves round to the side, so, like, all of his, like, lower half is made pretty much out of, like, machine, um, like, parts. There's, like, the occasional bit of, like, flesh still, uh, still there, like, the tiefling flesh. And he goes, well, I, I was kind of, um... Just like a mindless uh, machine for a while, and then she realized that I would be more service to her and the, the mission if I had a bit of a personality. So she started to put some of her memories in me. So <laughs> I'm kind of the closest thing to her, cause well, she's gone, but <laughs> that's um, that's uh, that's not 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 important uh, right now. So. You see that, like, Tovo is, like, trying to compute feelings of grief, and it's, like, <laughs> not working. Like, the, there is, like, an error in the code, and he's just, like... <laughs> Don't know. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Strange. Normally bury that pretty deep. Uh, <clears throat> uh, so, uh, anyway, um, I believe we're approaching what we memento used to call a snag. It's sort of a place where the, the magic um, gathers and causes odd distortions to the world around it. Uh, probably something to do with the time slippage and the way that these, um, and I point out to the formations of like the rocks and stuff, would change over a period of time and then uh, obviously uh, be affected differently in different periods of time with different weather and uh, that sort of thing. So you get these very strange and wonderful uh, shapes. Um, but, uh, this is, <laughs> it's fascinating to, to meet a, a, someone else that, that has this, um, uh, thirst to find out, uh, what we can do to reverse the effects of this, uh, this calamity. Interesting. <laughs> what about you, Budge? Do you study the, uh, metaphysical, uh, world around us and how the time slippage causes all kinds of interesting conundrums and well, paradoxes in many cases? Am I right, Wushi? <laughs> Metawatical? Not quite sure what some of those words were, but uh, uh, yeah, I've been I've been looking around, and uh, I call the the one that we're about to visit. Uh, I call I call that one a slowdown. You see, time tends to move slower when you get near there. So uh, I document in my own in my own simple way, but I would very much like to see it explained in a layman's terms if ever you find the time. I'd love to know more. How, how about this, Budge? If you get yourself, if you, if I can get hold of uh, your, uh, your, your terms that you use, I will do my best to, to translate for you so we're all on the same page. I think that would be useful. Well, I would appreciate that. 
Nebit steps forward uh, and looks at you, Tovo, and gives you and looks at both you, Tovo, and you, Husher, and looks like gives you both like this look that says, "Yes, please. I I cannot. I've tried. I've tried so hard." <laughs> <laughs> I immediately recognize. I'm like, "Oh, Nebit, you understand the theory of time slippage?" <laughs> That means yes. <laughs> Somehow I knew that. I don't know how, but I just, I knew. I knew that that was a, that honk was a yes. Nebit is a scholar ahead of her time. She tried to draw me some diagrams once, but uh, I didn't understand them. <laughs> she winks at you, Hersher, and starts, and starts preening uh, as you compliment her. <laughs> I, I, I just look off, like, with the cape billowing and go, Nebit is the best of us. <laughs> Come on, let's continue. <laughs> uh, don't let it go to your head now, Nebit. <laughs> uh, so you all continue on. Uh, you see that things are getting even like weirder. You see that there's one rock formation that looks like it has just flopped over to the side. There's like a small gust of wind that blows, and you see it just sort of wiggle. Like it, like it wobbles in the wind as if it's just a super soft rock. Can I go and like give it a poke? Yeah. Uh, and uh, th- th- me as Jasper is poking this because I want to see what the floppy funny <laughs> rock does. Me as Tovo is like, hmm, interesting. The way that, and I'll say some sciencey stuff that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> Nebit, uh, Nebit uh, honks in concurrence uh, as you walk over. Ah, and I'm glad that I'm glad that you think that is correct. If Nebit agrees, then I must be on the right lines. <laughs> as Tovo walks over there, Husher, uh, Nebit looks at you and gives you a look that's like, this could turn out badly. Uh, and then just sort of keeps walking. So, uh, you walk over. Uh, are you just going to, like, investigate the rock, basically? Yeah, yeah, I'll just... Is the, do I get a sense that this is pretty close now to the sort of anomaly? Yes, the, the sun is beginning to go down. Like, it's, it's cool. getting late in the day. And, and do I... I have some experience with these anomalies in the sense that, like, just generally, like, Tovo draws a lot of, like, power from these 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 things. So, like, I would know, at least, like, if I'm about to, like, walk into a trap effectively. In order for, like, you to know exactly where one starts without being able to visually tell, you would need to either, like, make a test of some kind, uh, or you could, um, I believe that... Could I cast Detect Magic? Yes, if you cast Detect Magic, you would 100% see. I will 100% use my last first level spell slot. Uh, oh no, that's my Fey Touched ability, in fact, hey. actually. So uh, I will use uh, this uh, now to try and ascertain the kind of boundaries of this uh, anomaly. Okay, cool. If I may. So, uh, you, uh, how does it look when you cast Detect Magic? Uh, at least in this instance, opposite to my gun hand, uh, the kind of palm opens up and these three little kind of like prongs come out, like little metal, like almost like aerials, you know, the ones you extend like like this. Um, and uh, Tova like walks um, around kind of holding one out and kind of feels it start to vibrate and sticks it in the ground where he feels it start to vibrate mm-hmm. and then kind of goes around, does the same sort of like in a bit of an area, almost like he's like getting like a geothermal reading type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you see him sort of kneel down and just still, say really still for a second. And behind his eyes, it's like... <laughs> he's like reading the information that he's receiving. <laughs> Definitely in like old school 80s sci-fi like computer text. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all like zeros and ones. Yeah. We'll say that, we'll say that this is you casting it as a ritual because uh, it's cool. so much more of an elaborate uh, way of doing it. Uh, yeah, you pick up strong. I think your mentor, Tafrara, probably would have called it primordial 
magic. Mm-hmm. I think that's what she would have referred to it as. She okay. had a lot of theories about this that she was working on before uh, you lost her. But yeah. she, yeah, strong theories about primordial magic. But specifically, and of course, you would you would like pick up some around here. But it's fur, the main source is further down. But mm-hmm. on this rock, I think you would just pick up a lot of like transmutation uh, cool. magic. <clears throat> That it has just been transmuted into something else. Uh, if you want to find out more about it, you'd have to roll investigation and probably make physical contact with the rock. Sure. I'll be relaying this to Budge and to Hushu whilst uh, this is... I'll just like be speaking mm-hmm. what I'm reading like out loud, effectively. And then before I kind of uh, hand over to them, I'm going to... Uh, yeah, because uh, I think Detect Magic lasts for... Let me see. Let me just double check. Uh, it's concentration up to 10 minutes, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm going to take, um, now that I've got a good reading, I'll put two of the prongs away, and then I'll hold one of the other prongs just, like, in my hand. In fact, I'll uncap my thumb, like, like back, and then slot the antenna, like, into the thumb, and sort of just be like... Like this, just sort of scanning the area, and I'll sort of turn around to Ushi, Budge, and Nebit, and be like... Uh, okay, so we got some transmutation on this rock here, and, uh, picking up a lot of primordial magic, uh, further, uh, in. Uh, do I have, like, a basic description of what my mentor, what Tafrara said primordial magic was? Yes. Or at least from her perspective, what it was? Uh, roll me a history check. To, I think this is, I think your memory is always kind of like you sometimes will remember kind of the, the intuition. You'll intuitively understand what something mm-hmm. means, but you won't be able to remember the specific definition all the time. Okie dokie, I'm just double checking I don't have anything to help me out with this I don't think I do Ugh, Damn, that's a nine uh, You remember that it had something to do with the, like, the fundamental foundation of all supernatural existence but you can't remember anything beyond. It was cool. just something real Ooh, big. It seems important. Something real, real big. Uh, <laughs> You're listening, though. Man, that was a real, uh, that was a real important history check. <laughs> I just beeped really hard. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you, you just remember it was something real important. Uh, roll me an investigation check while this is happening, while you're uh, walking around looking. Sure. Uh, of course, that's a dirty 20. Oh, okay. Uh, as you're walking around... You have, you kind of like... Whoa. Step back, step back, everyone. <laughs> that noise is bad. No one has moved from their spots. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is just back there having a chat, like having a picnic, like just healing their wounds. Yeah, Husher, just, oh. Husher, while this is happening, your, uh, your uh, pocket has started going crazy. With the the pocket into which you dropped the temporally dis- the uh, the time displaced chicken, yes. Yeah, I think I've been like opening the pouch and <laughs> I've just been whispering, "Stop, stop it!" Uh, you, Don't. as you open it, you hear from multiple chickens inside of the bat oh, inside wait. of the pocket. <laughs> wait, what? And I'm like opening it like wider, and I'm like peering in <laughs> to my little like pocket of holding. <laughs> you see, you see. In fact, I'm gonna. <laughs> Gonna roll a D10 real quick. How oh many chickens do you have? Uh, you see, D10. There are nine what? chickens ah! of varying ages, uh, of varying ages and sexes inside of this bag. Uh, do I see like the culprit? Up. The like original chicken? Do I see it? They are. Uh, you know, roll me an investigation check. Oh boy! Uh, or, or insight, whichever one is better. I'll say investigation uh, though. Uh, 
I have a better insight. Actually. You have better insight. Roll insight. I do. Then. Okay, let's do it. That is a twenty-one. <laughs> As you look at these chickens, you see the markings on all of these birds, uh, and from what you can tell, they are all the original chicken. Ah. With your with your incredible intelligence, you're able to put together that with the re-aging and de-aging process that this chicken keeps undergoing, it seems like it underwent some kind of a mutation and came back as a female and then somehow ended up, because uh, it was originally a rooster, it then came back, uh, somehow laid eggs, somehow those eggs became displaced, and in one version they became fertilized, and essentially this chicken has accidentally cloned itself eight times. Uh, and there's uh-huh. just varying... There's there's just varying versions of this chicken. Uh-huh. While Tovo's about to get blown up, Hoosier's just dealing with, like, a chicken <laughs> chicken fiasco. Uh, staring down, going, like, this is fascinating. Hi. Uh, uh, nope, nope. Stay in. No, no, no. No, no, no. And I, like, cinch the neck of this pouch. Oh, I thought you were cinched the neck of a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> no, you cinched the neck of... Okay. Oh uh, turns around. Oh, you need me to kill some more chickens? <laughs> I was like, man, that took a dark turn. Uh, just casually snapping some birds' necks. So as you as you close your pouch to on the nine still living chickens, Tovo, uh, so, with your dirty twenty, um, you notice a couple of different things uh, as you investigate this area. You notice that the sand around here has actually been disturbed, and that some of it actually has a enough of a charge to probably be used as currency. But the weird thing about it having been disturbed is that it looks like there's like a trail of something Mm. like dragging through Um, with a dirty 20. I'll say it reminds you of something that you might see like a gastropod leave uh, like a snail or a slug that has just like slid through here. Almost like like something that has the uh, the magical like magic dust on it or like in it or something like so it looks like there was like residue left here of something moving huh. off vaguely in the direction that you're heading but not like a direct path. Huh. Yeah, I will call over Hushi and Budge to this and just uh, fill them in. Uh, can I also, with my detect magic, can I tell if there's anywhere around here that time seems to be running slower? Uh, not in the not in the immediate vicinity. Not that you. Not can in the immediate vicinity. Uh, okay, I will perfect. also say you can also tell, uh, judging by the fact that there is a skeleton that has fallen onto the ground out of sight from where you were originally standing next to this weird rock. This rock is probably <laughs> alive uh, and is probably not best to stand real close to it. Okay. Cool. 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 That's good to know. Uh, See, I'll see Budge walking towards the rock. Mm-hmm. Whoa! No, no, no. <laughs> Look what? at this, Budge. Uh, what do you make of this? And I'll point down to this sort of residue on the floor uh, and say, kind of looks like it was left by an animal. Do you have any... Hmm. I'm not the best um, tracker, you see. Yeah, can I take a look at it and see if I can identify yeah. what kind of animal made these tracks? Yes. Uh, roll me a nature check. Oh, boy. Okay. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I will say Nebit will give you the help action. Nebit oh, will give you the help <laughs> action for this if you need it. That, I really would. That was a four. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> that was a three. So with a high of four, this is a strong start. Strong start for Budge. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was made by something, all right. Could even have been an animal of some kind. Yeah. 
Happy to help. Nebit was trying to like show you like the width of like the trail and all this stuff to try and like help out. Completely uh, ignoring uh, her. <laughs> What's that, Nebit? Trouble at the old mill? All right. <laughs> And Bud just takes off towards the old mill. <laughs> she lifts up one of her paw talons and just face palms, uh, just straight into it. Would it be possible for myself or to, for me to assist uh, Hushi in doing a little nature check? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm also going to turn and see. I think yeah, roll so with like, advantage. They would definitely be the best option. Yeah, I'll assist you, Hushi. Uh, my high is a 21. Ooh, okay. There you go. So... This does not belong to any animal that you are familiar with. However, looking with your knowledge as a chronomancer, you look down at this disturbed sand. And you obviously you have slugs and other gastropods back in Dulambai Garoon, but you <laughs> haven't and you like and you've seen their trails and you know how long the trails usually remain. Judging by how old this trail looks, I think you could kind of feel the magic coming off because this is still very new to you. Uh, even if you haven't cast a tech magic, but based on the amount of like ambient magic that you're feeling, either this creature that came through here had a ton of this crazy ambient magic stuff in it, or that creature is in some way time displaced itself. Like it, it's there's something off. Like this creature, more so than like the other things that you have encountered, seems like it is very much a part of this ambient magic weirdness. Can I follow its time signature to find where it is now? Ooh, okay, yes. Um, let's see. Roll an arcana, I guess. While I'm doing this, uh, have we taken a long rest yet or not no, yet? I, you can, no, you can take haven't. a short rest. You can all have taken a short rest, though. Okay. Okay, I'll take that. I sure. will take this short rest. Damn, that is not good. Uh, that's a base three plus seven. That's a ten. You can tell it was probably here sometime within the last 24 hours, but you can't tell how long of a head start it has, uh, but it it just heads off into the distance. You can, I think, uh, I'll say you all can kind of tell it seems to be, like, you can tell by the age of, like, the, the, the degree to which some of the magic has dispersed and some of the magic still remains. You can tell it's heading in the direction that roughly the general direction that you're heading. Uh, but it's not like you're immediately fall. It's not like in your direct path. So it might there mm-hmm. might be down there somewhere. But mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I, I point this out to my party. And I like nod like the metallic like uh, sheen on my like demonic looking mask, like glinting under the sunlight. I don't know about you, but uh, perhaps if we give this a bit of a wide berth, but keep it in our uh, periphery so we could uh, see if this creature might be able to give us some answers or we might uh, because I don't think I've seen something quite like this so could be quite interesting could be and if it's in the direction we're headed then we could make a pit stop that is true we could also just take a rest here that would not be a bad idea uh, given the fact that we're a little little banged up perhaps at least eight hours of a rest continuously (laughs) not interrupted by any strenuous activity (laughs) oh Eight hours? What are you talking about? Really? That sounds like quite a quite a long rest there. Uh, but, but all right, <laughs> he has quite an like... extended duration of rest. <laughs> that's like twice what I would it's say a long rest, rest is. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> but sure. 
Why not? Okay, so you you all are are betting down here. Uh, I will. I'll do another like one last quick sweep while my detect magic is still going, and just I want to try and ascertain if this is going to be a safe place for us to sleep, or if we should get further away from this uh, anomaly before we do so. I don't want to wake up in like two hundred years time or something. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you oh, yeah. you know for a fact. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just wondering because just because um, you know a bunch has been this way before. How, does it look mm-hmm. like it's changed or spread in any way, like at, from when he was last here? I mean, obviously, um, the drag marks are new, I guess, but the, the, apart from that. Yeah, no, it looks pretty much the same, except for the drag marks. The drag mm-hmm. marks, I think, also stick out to you, especially, Budge, because you haven't really heard specifically of any sort of weird time slug thing mm. or, like, mm-hmm. magic slug thing. Like, that's, that's a weird one. Yeah. For sure. That's, that's new. You've heard, I will say this, Budge, uh, you've heard stories of weird things sometimes appearing near these special spots, like weird, weird creatures, weird apparitions, weird whatever. Oh, yes. I've seen a few, haven't I? I've seen a few myself. Yeah, you have. Uh, from a yeah, distance. Yeah, you have. Okay. And this, so this could be in that sort of category yes. that aren't constrained by the limits of the, of the sort of the, the, the time sinks or the snags or any yeah. of that stuff. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we should like be... some. They, they go by different names, like sink crawlers, depending on like what you're calling them, what you call the actual areas. But like sink crawler might be a good word for like yeah, these weird things crawling around these time sinks. It's like mm-hmm. who knows. Okay. Yeah, we should yeah. be uh, maybe uh, sleep sleep lightly. Oh, uh, uh, I mean, I I don't really uh, sleep, so I can be on the lookout. That's okay. Oh, okay. That's handy. <clears throat> yeah, it is. When traveling alone, uh, it's useful that you never really go unconscious. <laughs> Unlike you folks. I, d- I find the concept of sleep very, very strange. You'll have to explain it to me one day. <laughs> <laughs> you have memory, you have literal memories of sleeping, but they don't, like, they get from, that you got specifically from Tafrata, yeah. but they just don't match up. It's like, but, but, why? but why do you need to lose consciousness, though? That's the weird part. <laughs> why would I turn myself off in order yeah. to he what no I need to mend myself so <laughs> impractical yeah um, so Budge you would probably know best in this area to try and you know it's best not to try and sleep in the open just in general yeah. just as a rule um, <laughs> you would you would need to get a little bit closer uh, to the to this anomaly before because uh, you know that as you get cl- the closer you get, the rockier things get, and the mm-hmm. more spots there could be to like hide and hunker down. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll relay that to the party then, and just say, uh, yeah, I say, uh, I say, we head on a little bit until it gets uh, until, we, until we find ourselves a nice uh, sheltered spot to to hunker down for for the night. Uh, Nebit's, Nebit's going to take off at a relatively low height to not so as not to completely give your position away, but to try and help you scout. Uh, Budge, roll me a survival check to find a good shelter spot. Okay, okay. That's not bad. Uh, so total that'll be uh, 21 for survival. Ooh. Yes! Nice. You know what, Budge? Why don't, why don't you describe for me the spot that you find for this group? Ooh. Oh, um, okay. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> what do I get for a 21? Do I get, like, so it's kind of like a... It's uh, like an so Airbnb. Th- this, so basically uh, it's like this, it's <laughs> essentially a small, like, uh, like a grotto uh, kind of thing. So it's sort of hollowed out. And uh, there's a, um, it's like, 
really nice temperature. It's kind of cool during the day, but it kind of is, seems it sort of seems like it's retaining its heat as we go into the evening. Nice. Um, also, uh, somehow this. Um, uh, there's a, a the rock has naturally formed a little basin at the bottom of the uh, the cave uh, that has uh, that sort of coincides miraculously with a small hole in the ceiling through which some rainwater has fallen, collecting in the basin, uh, seemingly for many many hundreds of years. Um, because, you know, obviously because of the time mm-hmm. sink, it's been a while. And mm-hmm. it's kind of made the basin extremely smooth. Um, and you can sort of, you could kind of lie comfortably lengthways in the basin and the water is just fine, you know. Nice. Um, there's also, nice. Uh, <laughs> there happen to be a couple of uh, uh, parcels of like sand that have sort of gathered around in uh, <laughs> neat little, uh, <laughs> neat little uh, person lengths. There's like a, a really large one. And a medium-sized one, and a, a relatively small one. Um, Is there any sand so, on the yeah, walls? I like to lean. Hand on in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can, there's a charging port for uh, Tova. <laughs> I just plug in. Yeah. There's a menu car. for room service. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a little phone on the wall. It's just like oh, okay, <laughs> two pieces. Uh, that's um, so yeah, no, it's it's comfortable. It's comfortable cave, and it seems like mm-hmm. there's a uh, you know there's a nice little uh, spot halfway up for Nebit to sort of perch on and have a bit of a. Um, a, a vantage point. All right. So you all find Comfy Cave. Yes. And you all head on in there. Uh, is, I guess, are you taking turns watching? Or I guess technically Tovo can just perma, I, perma watch. Uh, yeah, I don't lose consciousness. I literally just have to stay stationary for four hours. And that's all I have to do. So I'll... <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's. I think it literally says, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me just double check this, uh, that... Um, yeah, I do not need to sleep. Magic can't put me to sleep. Uh, you can fi- You finish a long rest in four hours. You spend those uh, hours inactive, motionless state during which you retain consciousness. Okay. So I will... So, be... yeah, you can break that at any point. You can just be... Yeah, I can yeah. just... Uh, I won't get my long rest, but I would at least know if something was coming. Um, cool. Cool. Uh, could I do a couple things? I don't know if we're going to do anything before we bed down or if anyone has anything. Uh, does anybody want, yeah. have anything they'd like to do before they bed down? Uh, I think so. I do have one thing I want to do. Uh, Bud, you described this basin. Is it full of water or is it like just oh, smooth and rounded out? It's smooth and rounded out and full of water. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So it's, great. it's a bath. Uh, it's I a think, bath. Uh, Let's face it. It's a bath. It's basically a bath. Yes. <laughs> Who sure is itching to take a bath because it's been a while <laughs> since they've washed off the gunk from like under their armpits and like in those like little crevices so that's the that's the quick thing i would like to just narrate but if um tovo had something else that he wanted to do oh, i'm just doing stuff like during when you guys are asleep so that's why i'm saying oh. just like go for whatever you want to um, whatever you want to do before i yeah just before i set off i'm gonna sort of take the hat my new hat off and do do i feel anything when i remove the hat um, uh, what do you mean in terms of just because I remember when you you said that when I put the hat on oh, I felt a slight yes. tingly I got the tinglies yes uh, and I was just wondering if I when I take it off is there something else and like can I sort of look at it and just be like something something off about this hat 
Yes, you feel that the hat, as you take it off, the tingling sort of stops. Hmm. Uh, I think that as you were going, the tingling, uh, you realize after, as you take it off, I don't, I don't think you realize it at the time, but as you take it off, you realize that the tingling felt like it had been getting stronger, but it was just such a, like a low, it was such a slow and gradual increase hmm. that I don't think you had realized. Uh, but as you take it off, it's like, oh, and you can still hear it faintly, like the connection hasn't been broken, hmm. but you feel like you are currently in the process of connecting with this hat Ooh, interesting cool in that case i'll um i'll put it back on but i'll do the classic like western and tip it over <laughs> yes. my eyes uh, as i sort of fall back and snooze my hands uh crossed over my chest <laughs> all right uh Hoosier, the floor is yours Okay, wonderful. Uh, okay, now I'm intrigued by the hat, though. Because <laughs> I'm like, I've, I've been it. new that it's magical. I freaking, I snatch it off your head. Uh, no, I'm going to cast, <laughs> before, before we take our long rest, so hopefully I can regain the spell slot, uh, I'm going to cast Detect Magic on this hat. I think I'm just going to like cr- take a knee next to Budge and say, do you mind if I, something about this hat radiates ambient magic. I'd like to have a look if that's okay with you. Budge is just snoring, like, loudly. <laughs> I just mm. don't get it. <laughs> Nevin comes over, puts, puts a, a paw, foot, talon thing on your shoulder, Hoosier, uh, and just gives you, like, a nod, just like, it's okay, just, just, just go, go for it. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Nevit. You know, I'm not really sure who the guardian and the ward is in this relationship. Perhaps it's neither. Uh, she seems to have picked up the ability to laugh from, from being around Budge. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. Hoosier uh, swipes like a hand across, like in front of Budge's dozing face, and you see just like, like a, uh, a clock. Uh, tick into existence, uh, like the watch face of a clock. Um, mm. And it's like a glowing, like a soft orange, I think. Um, and it like, like the second hand counts down uh, as they cast the tech magic. And every wedge of the clock lights up with a different color of a different school of magic. Uh, as the second hand tries to detect which school of magic uh, this belongs to. Mm. Uh, so as it's ticking around, uh, it stops and like a little alarm goes off uh, as it reaches divination magic. Oh, interesting. Divination. Okay. Uh, Can I try to like find out what exactly this hat is capable of? in some way like I'm gonna like um, swipe my hands open like I'm enlarging like an image on that wedge and try to like dig through like the specific arcane minutia of what I've discovered okay uh, roll yeah roll me a uh, I guess we will call this uh, an arcana check because you're trying to like figure out like what could be causing this because I will say this the divination magic that you're getting it feels a little warped this is not normal divination magic go ahead mm, totally I got an 18 total Ooh, okay. You have encountered magic items before. You have, you come from a relatively wealthy background, so you probably, and you have a very good education, so I feel like you probably have a good idea about what kinds of items spells are often put into, and what kinds of, uh, basically what kinds of magical items are out there. Uh, this hat appears to be some kind of, uh, weirdly twisted version of uh a helm of like detect thoughts 
uh, Helm of Telepathy. That it's basically this thing allows someone to cast uh, detect thoughts. But something, it seems like whatever happened, like the calamity, did something to this hat. Because you remember Elkaisa uh, had a lot of issues, like kind of keeping herself together, and she was sometimes only half there. It seems like this hat may have been on in some way related to that, but not like as a natural thing, but in, in the sense that like if she was wearing it at the time of the calamity, it could have actually messed up her brain a little bit. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I just sort of mutter under my breath as like the like the edges of this like glowing watch face like just dissipate into like sparkles. And I mutter under my breath, I'm sorry, ma'am, for what happened to you. And then I like get up. Um, I pat, I pat Budge on the shoulder uh, as as he's snoozing. Um, maybe I wipe off some drool. <laughs> no, no. Uh, no I'll, I'll take, I'll take two. Thank you. Bye. Uh, and with that, I'm just gonna head over to the basin and, and take a bath, but uh, in, in with some privacy, perhaps, like maybe setting up like a little like. If there are any like palm leaf like fronds like, in this area, you know what? You know what I'll say. I'll say that you find a weird section of the wall that has just like come off. It's like it's like a sheet. Oh, it's like a sheet of rocks fell sort of folded off the wall. It's like it, you. It feels floppy enough to be used as like a barrier or a curtain of some kind uh, to cordon you off from the rest of the group. Sounds good. I think because I'm so tall, like my shoulders and head like still <laughs> yeah. peek over the top of this wall, but I like hunker down. Uh, and like Tovo, because you're still you're like awake, you're keeping mm. watch. You'll just see like who should like start to disrobe. Um, like they like take off their like big wide brimmed straw hat with this like translucent veil. You know, they take it off and you see like the top of their head now, like completely exposed. Um, just like this, like a long black hair streaked through with white. Um, and then you see them like take uh take their mask off. <laughs> And there's sort of like a. I think as the mask comes off, Tobo will be like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and will turn like respectfully and look away because, like, I think Tobo like gets the idea of like having a metal like visage and being and feeling di- odd about it, and so therefore, out of like a sense of like understanding, would be like, "Okay, I'll, I, w- I won't look. Uh, I'm sorry." <laughs> okay, and to titillate our listeners because no one's looking, yeah, I don't yeah, think anyone sure. sees. <laughs> Uh, when Hushiru looks like it's like a very like ooh like you see the back of their head right you see like the mask getting removed <laughs> you know and you see like but like the, the the interior of the back of the mask is like all gross it's got like sweat and like gunk on it you know and then they just sort of like disappear under like the wa- the wall right and here like there's mm. the splashing of like um of water and you see like their their robe being like thrown over the top of like the of the wall and stuff right. And that's it. That's all I wanted to do. You hear that most of the chickens have either died, reverted to eggs, or gone to sleep. Uh, the amount of sound has drastically decreased from your pocket. Uh, oh, God. I, wait, that's horrible. What have you done? <laughs> you, <laughs> Can I uh, let the chickens out to take a bath with me? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. So you you open it. You see that three of them have fully reverted to eggs. Uh, okay. Uh, and the rest of them, uh, they were most of them were asleep. There's only been a couple that are still awake. But yeah, you can take them all out, set them there. The eggs, I'm sure, would love to be incubated in the warm water. Uh, and, <laughs> and the rest of them start like preening and washing themselves. Are we, uh, we so, going to yeah. wake up in a cave full of thousands and thousands of chickens? <laughs> <laughs> oh my word. Trouble with chickens. <laughs> if, if, like, when everyone yeah. else is asleep, if Tobo sees more of them starting to appear, he's just going to go around and kill them. Like, it's like 
like, we, no, Tomo is not going to risk our safety because, uh, like, thousands of chickens randomly spawn <laughs> and give away our location to something dangerous. That's yeah. fair. Oh, now I'm attached. I think Hushu is too. I think uh, they've named the chickens one through eight in uh, uh, Gurumbai, like the, uh, their great. native language. Amazing. Yeah, that's beautiful. Uh, and I think by this point, you've you've been able to identify Chicken Prime. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I won't hurt Chicken okay. Prime. I want to make that very clear that I never hurt Chicken Prime. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, and uh, uh, Nebit, I will say, also like does some bathing uh, before she goes uh, and perches, uh, but does not like she doesn't like encroach on your space. She just sort of like whoop, steps over. St- you she like steps in the water, and for a moment you get a sense that she's like, ah. Oh. This is me. <laughs> and like just stands with one leg for a while before I just realizes like, oh wait, not no. Uh, and starts washing herself and then flies up and perches. That's um, very funny. So, so uh, that evening, uh, who sure, uh, you bed down to sleep, I assume, uh, for the first time in this new place. Mm-hmm. And uh, that evening, now I, I guess the question would be, because we, I'll tell you right now, we're about to do a dream sequence. <laughs> um, what what kinds of dreams has Husher been having as they've traveled all the way here? I think dreams of home, of the prismatic city, mm. uh, of their disappointed parents, uh, of the scheming bastards of the emperor, you know, various officiants and magistrates all clawing for power uh, within the... Uh, iridescent walls of the capital of uh, Garun. Mm. Well, unfortunately, that is not what you dream about tonight. Oh boy. Yes. What you dream about tonight is the event that you witnessed very firsthand earlier today uh, when Heru made that decision, that fateful decision when you were inside of her head. And you feel the same thought process, the same sense of like, oh, no, I've messed up like the shock, the sense of like, this is it for me. Even if I make it out of this, they're just going to kill me. And then the sense of like, this was my family and I failed them. And then the decision. And after that decision, you feel heat, intense heat and white hot light. You hear the crackling of flames. And you feel you feel yourself sinking. Uh, It's you can still like in that moment, because I think you also see through their eyes. You see yourself reaching out, still standing on the roof of the house, reaching out to them. So no, at the last second. But after as the as the gun goes off, it's like they sink and all this bright light appears and you can still see the town. But you can't move and you are hotter right now than you've ever been in your life. Your your body feels like it's being burned endlessly, but you can't move from where you are. But behind you, you hear uh, a sound, a sound that I can't really make with my mouth because it's I don't think I could do it justice. Uh, It's the sound. it, It sounds like a hissing, rumbling sort of sound. You can roll me a history check to try and re- recognize what this is because I think you've heard sounds similar to it before. History check. Okay, that is a 22. Hmm. You love these 22s. Gotta love them. Um, the, you recognize this as a very crocodilian sort of sound. 
something hissing and getting closer. And whatever this this strange abyssal lake of fire thing that you're also directly in front of this town and can't get away. Like you're you you haven't it doesn't feel like you've changed planes. That's what's weird. Like obviously different cultures have different stories about the afterlife. It doesn't feel like you've actually gone anywhere. You're just where you were, but stuck and burning. And you can feel something swimming up behind you and hear it rumbling and getting closer. Okay, that's terrifying, Jeremy. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Hoosier's stuck there, right? Like, it, unable to move. Um, and mm-hmm. As this thing gets closer, am I aware that this is a dream? I don't know. Wait, wait Roll me a wisdom save. See if you ra- oh, recognize God. this a dream. Oh, save. Oh, jeez, my friend. Okay. Oh, that is a nat 20 uh, plus five. Yes, you immediately recognize this as a dream. I think in that moment you're like, oh, wait, this is a dream. This is a dream. And I think it's to the point where you're like, you now remove yourself from the situation. Mm-hmm. And it's like you gain, with that nat 20, I would say you gain awareness uh, that what you are seeing is a dream, but it's not even, it's it's technically not even a dream, because what you're seeing appears to be some, with a natural 20, you feel that spell that that you had connected to uh, Heru at that moment is on some level still active. That tether still exists, and what you are seeing in this moment and experiencing is Heru's reality. Is she, is she in hell? Am I in hell? Is this... Uh, roll me a religion check. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, okay, not great. Uh, that is a six base plus, let's see, religion, plus four, ten. Okay. Average. Um, th- everything that you've ever heard about hell refers to it as, like, another plane. Like, it's a place where people go somewhere else. This, uh-huh. You've heard of, like, religions that involve lakes of fire but like this it's not usually going to be like but you're still in the exact same spot because you could like you can see the town doing stuff like you Uh see you see yourself going by like uh like taking the body away everybody getting ready like what what would have been visible uh from that vantage point you see it all happening so okay it, it doesn't feel this it's certainly a similar situation to a hell situation, but it's it's definitely not literally hell. Got it. With my nat 20 save, can I have, like, just enough, like, uh, ability to, like, move my body, like, to, like, try to turn and face whatever this crocodilian thing is? I just want to, like, maybe, like, eke out, like, a just, just a question. Mm-hmm. Uh if that's possible. Absolutely. Uh, with the Nat 20, you abs- you wrench yourself around. You're like floating mm-hmm. in this in this uh, in this flame and you manage to just uh, and whirl around to face whatever's coming towards you. I just say, when is this? This is now. This is forever. You are mine. You see a crocodilian head swimming towards you with a mane resembling that of a lion at the base of the head, and it opens its jaws wide, wider than anything you've ever seen. And I think at that point, you wake up. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. Um, as... Everything okay? And I think Hushu is like, yeah, like their back is against the wall. Like they're like sweating. I think they still have their mask on like while they're sleeping, right? But their hat's down. Uh, Tovo, I... Uh, I told you, th- th- these dreams are dangerous. 
I don't know why you do it. <laughs> Fancy sleeping. I saw something. Tovo, a crocodile mane, does that mean anything to you? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Deity with a crocodile's head and a lion's mane. Oh, give me a sec. Is that anything? Hey, give me a sec. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and download <laughs> some info here if I can. Okay. My, my DM. <laughs> Absolutely. Roll me a history check. That's a nat 20, baby. Ooh. That's a total of 25. Ooh. Big old 25. You know what? You know what, Tovo? Uh, what do so, I know? What do I know? <laughs> you know a whole lot, my friend. <laughs> yeah, I do. You, you know, because of course, uh, Tafrara was very well-versed in a number of different... She was just a really curious person mm. and also just absorbed information like a sponge. So even though she wasn't super into religion, she does know a lot of just information. Mm. Now, this is a figure that for, for a very long time, Utadam has been dominated by the religion of Ionism, mm -hmm. but a lot of... Of older beliefs have still kind of stuck around. People still have knowledge of like belief systems and religions that existed prior. Uh, this particular figure was a figure associated with the afterlife. It wasn't technically a god or goddess at all. Mm -hmm. It was more of like a demon, a very very powerful demon creature known as Amut, which roughly translates to the Bone Eater. Okay, fun fun fun. Sounds friendly. Yes, Amut is said to have been part of a, an overall uh, afterlife underworld system whereby people's lives were judged according to what they did during their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And if the good outweighed the bad and if they were ultimately found to be pure of heart, uh, they, were they went on to a place where they were able to live happily forever and regenerate. Uh, but if they were found wanting, the stories vary. In some versions of the story, their heart was being judged, and if they were found wanting, the Bone Eater would devour their heart. In some versions, the Bone Eater would devour their whole body, and in other versions, the Bone Eater is said to dwell next to a lake of fire, into which those people were thrown, and she would guard them forever. Right, so, uh, as you can see, Ushia, there's some, uh, Conflicting reports as to actually how uh, Amut does dispatch with those that she has judged, but that's the the general premise, I believe, of the the dream, yeah, or, or the, the that uh, thing you saw in your sleepy, weird thing that you do. It wasn't just a dream. It wasn't. It was a, 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 a the spike I drove into Heru's mind stays connected. Wait, this was this, something magical. Yes. Okay, tell me everything that happened. <laughs> I thought this was just a dumb dream thing. Okay, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah, uh, who should tell Tovo everything? Like, ev absolutely everything mm. that they can just recount from, like, beginning to end. Mm. And when they're done, they... <sighs> Being a spellcaster in these parts is a dangerous, dangerous business. <laughs> it is... <laughs> Uh, Tovo, mm. actually, I think with with that information, mm. what was really odd if we're com if we're saying that this creature was okay. Picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H track all wheel drive and three row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Halflings, I would like to thank our sponsor for today, Factor. With the busy season fast approaching, you might be on the lookout for some wholesome, convenient meals for a jam packed days. I know that I do. One of my favourite things about having a ready-to-eat meal kit is the fact that I get a nice variety to my diet. It is so easy when you're busy and you're trying to look for nutritious food to eat to just eat the same things over and over again. Well, you don't have to do that anymore. Factor is here to help you. Skip the next trip to the grocery store, all the chopping and prepping and cleaning too, whilst getting all the flavour, nutrition and quality that you need. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. All you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back to crushing your day. You can choose from over 34 flavor-packed meals per week, and the Calorie Smart meals come in at less than 550 calories per serving. And if you need a little extra boost in the day, there is an assortment of 45-plus add-ons that you can snack on, including breakfast items, including apple cinnamon pancakes, or as we like to call it, second breakfast. And just in case you need any more convincing, Factor offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and source 100% renewable electricity for all of their production sites and offices. Head over to factormeals.com slash halflings50 and use the code halflings50 to get 50% off. That's the code halflings50 at factormeals.com slash halflings50 to get 50% off. You are so welcome. Enjoy your tasty, nutritious meals for half price. Go now. What are you doing? Go, 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 run. Amut, because it sounds very similar to Amut. Mm. Amut, uh, Amut is known for having uh, the head of a crocodile, the the like the neck and torso of a lion, and then the hindquarters of a hippopotamus. Okay, and she she exists in the underworld. She doesn't exist here. It does not make sense. Like even in, in this underworld system, you're not you're not when you go to the underworld, you don't like look back and see the exact spot where you died and life still going on. Mm. Whatever is happening, it should not be happening on this plane of existence. Well, that is really quite concerning and harrowing. <laughs> um, OK, could, so could this be a premonition? She said this is now this is forever are the planes melting together? Well, that's actually my concern. I don't know if this is a premonition. I'm wondering if this is happening right now, that something that not only is time slipping in this instance, but the very planes themselves are m- melding together. And that is a real concern. Um, Tovo, hmm. roll me another history check. Oh, damn. This, nat- this natural 20 has earned you a second history check. What? How about a, a 22? There, Ooh, the twenty twos. Um, the twenty twos. So, yes, the two twos. Uh, you you are reminded once again of of uh, Tafara talking about this primordial 
magic. Mm. I do remember a little bit more about this primordial magic, actually. <laughs> now, that, uh, now that you mentioned we've gone this way, uh, it's reminded me of something I should have thought of earlier. <laughs> she, would, she would talk to you about, this was a theory that she had. You remember her telling you about how the world is made up of chemicals. The periodic table of elements uh, existed. Like, people knew about it. Right. And you know that it exists. Mm. And that there are building blocks that make up all of reality, and that some of these building blocks form life, but in general, like, all of matter is made up of these chemicals. She had hypothesized that in addition to, like, physical matter, that there was some kind of supernatural matter. Mm -hmm. And that this is like the key to understanding the way the world works mm -hmm. and also what actually happened to the in the calamity. That was what she was trying to work on at the time was to figure out exactly what went wrong. But you remember her mentioning that it is likely that like because people had heard of like interdimensional travel from time to time. Like, you know, you hear stories. Mm -hmm. She had theories that this primordial magic is like what connects these other planes of existence. Oh. And not only that, but she had hypothesized that it also had something to do with the existence of the so-called divine. Mm, okay. Not to go too deep, but the weird thing with Ionism is it's a monotheistic religion. And when it moved in, there were all of these polytheistic religions that were in the area. Ionism basically took over. People stopped really openly worshipping those other deities. Mm -hmm. But there were clerics before the advent of Ionism in this region. Sure. And there were clerics after the advent of Ionism in this region. What is the deal? Like, how are those clerics right, but also these clerics are also right? Mm. And that was what she was trying to figure out. It doesn't make sense that this monotheistic religion could be correct, and people are actually drawing oh, see. power right. from yeah, yeah, a specific god. Yeah. But at the same time, prior to that, people had been drawing from, uh, power from multiple deities. Okay. Uh, and then you hear, of course, uh, Ionism obviously made allowance for other supernatural beings, but like warlocks and things like that. People drawing power from lesser supernatural beings. Like it, basically she was trying to figure out like what if if the elements were com combined to make life, what made these? Mm -hmm. What made these deities and these supernatural entities? And that was that's and, pretty and, much and so just for like remember. my own brain. This is kind of like a almost yes. like a dark matter in space type situation. It's like what's the fabric? There's like something untangible that we kind of know kind of has to be there through like theory, but we can't yeah. quantify it. Yeah, I mean or... you can and you can you can test it because that's where she would argue that that's where magic comes cool. from. Okay, perfect. It's like it's similar to the way that uh, people will say that like consciousness can affect reality, like your perception of things mm -hmm. can affect the, the way uh, reality actually functions. Your mind is what is shaping this magic that you're casting. Cool. She's claiming that like you're basically drawing from a source of energy and then shaping it into something specific when you cast spells. Sure, sure. I will, uh, yeah, I'll relay this in a very intelligent way. <laughs> Does it come out like a, a garble or is it like actually intelligent? Uh, yeah, I think, I think it comes out like, it comes out like a list of like, I think that, like, as uh, Tovo is, like, explaining this, like, you get, you feel a little bit of a different personality kind of 
kind of coming out like a little like this is just like change like cadence and rhythm and uh he just gets a bit more excitable than perhaps like he was or has been previously uh like he just kind of runs through uh, uh stuff and, and gets kind of a you know a bit of a pep in his step where previously he's quite like relaxed and calm and you know um and so yes uh, i think that that's probably uh, so I, th- I think it comes out in a pretty intelligent way, for sure. Like it's a, mm. it comes out a pretty. Nebit, mm. yeah. Nebit has also flown down and is actively taking. Notes. We're just all three of us by the bonfire, just gathered <laughs> around, snoring. having this like, yeah, yeah, bunch yeah. of snoring away in the co- in the corner. <laughs> I learned the tap dance. I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. Whoever, in fact, let's who sure as you hear this new information, <laughs> why don't you roll me an Arcana check? So many arcana. You're making me run my best stat, huh? Okay, that is a dirty 20. Hell yes. (laughs) So many 20s and plus 20s. It could be that if, in fact, this, if this theory of primordial magic holds weight, that it could be in some way tied to why Heru is apparently still here. Normally, a person might have passed on to, like, another plane, but if whatever this calamity... Uh, is was caused by something interacting with the primordial magic, which I guess by this point Tova would have told you that that was what he was picking up earlier. Mm-mm-mm. It's entirely possible that that is what's causing her, at least, to not be passing on to another plane of existence. I see. I think a horrible, um, not horrible, but sort of like a grim conclusion is drawn uh under the mask on Hushu's face. And Hushu says, Well, a good researcher would have to test this theory under various conditions. <laughs> You're not suggesting we go find this thing, do you? Are you? <laughs> well, it's the first I don't thing I've ever know. seen Tobo look genuinely nervous. It's <laughs> like a bit of grease just like rolls down the metal head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we have to go looking for it, if we can bait it out to us. I was able to connect with Heru after casting Mind Spike, and then she <clears throat> she died. So if we find something else that I can cast Mind Spike into and it dies, and I sleep again, and I have the same dream, then it stands to reason that perhaps those who die after the Cataclysm are bound to this plane somehow, where there's some sort of primordial interference. Hmm. Well, uh, that's, uh, could be very interesting. <laughs> and, um, it's, I feel compelled, uh, if not by my own, uh, want to, or need to survive, but by, uh, my mentor's curiosity to, to aid you in that pursuit. And, uh, I think if we, uh, I think if we got money and shelter, then I think we might have, uh, Budge and Nebit along for the ride as well. <laughs> I think so as well. I would greatly, deeply appreciate both your assistance and Budge's, and of course, uh, yours, Nebit. <laughs> she honks kind of indignantly, being talked about in the third person while she's like, she's like, I'm right here. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm sorry, Nebit. I'm so sorry. You know what it is? You just, bl- you, 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 your, your camouflage is so well adapted to this uh, surroundings. Oh, I, yes, your I, spotted I, I, fur. I it's 
I, I didn't. She holds up a foot as if just to say, no, don't, I don't, even, don't even. I don't even, even. Dece- even get to try a deception check. Nebit is no fool. Fine, absolutely fine. That's so bad. He's a passive insight of 25. You can't beat her. Beautiful. She saunters off and plops next to Budge to be like, I think I'll go where I want to. Plops down. I want to go on the picnic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, budge, budge. It, for your part, as as you sleep, uh, you've been asleep for a few hours now. Um, what does Budge normally dream about? In fact, you tell me what is Budge dreaming about right now? Right, uh, right now. Um, yeah. He's been. I think he's having one of those. You know. Uh, you know when you you have like a dream, but it's. Uh, th- it's sort of really disjointed. So you have sort of your, your inner park with your friends, but they're not your friends. They're like your, your, they're like your, your, your grandfather and somebody who was a, like a, po- a, a, you saw in a poster once and mm-hmm. uh, you're fishing, uh, except instead of a, uh, instead of in the ocean, it's just a field. And so there's just a rod going into the field. And then, yeah. And it's kind of like all these just random kind of images and snatches mm-hmm. and, um, that's all kind of uh, influenced by like the you know the amount of sort of uh chemicals and substances that kind of go into budge on a sort of daily basis to try mm-hmm. and stave off what he normally dreams about which is something that people will have to roll some kind of check to even get a <laughs> hope of seeing yes um, uh in the midst of all of this budge i think that you keep hearing all of this chatter that is just really confusing because like whatever's being said is some heavy, weird stuff. It sounds it's it's like I think you accept it as part of the dream because like a lot of it's about stuff you heard about mm. during the day. You hear stuff about like, oh, yeah, primordial magic. It's like, oh, yeah, I think totally. Yeah, like cro- maybe crocod- crocodiles word. start coming into the dream and coming across the field and start yeah, fishing exactly. with us just because, you know, they heard the mention. <laughs> Flaming crocodiles <Yeah>. sitting there. <laughs> it's got like a mane of fire sitting there like. Yeah, the mane's there. This is now. This is forever. Line. It gives you a yeah. smile. Look at his roll. It's wheeling one, in a fish. One of the crocodiles turns around to me and just goes, honk. It's <laughs> <laughs> never talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, you hear, you feel like strong displeasure from Nebit. Uh, like you just feel Always, like yeah, yeah. such feel indignation, like uh, and you're just like, huh. Like, I like the idea that Nebit's just in my dreams as well. She's just always kind of there. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think Mm -hmm. all of the fish that pop up have Tovo and Hoosher's faces, and they are talking to you about, like, the different... You basically (laughs) hear the gist of their discussion, but just don't pick up on it. Uh, Mm. As you, Budge, have, without realizing it, uh, attuned to the helm of telepathy. Or in this case, the hat of telepathy. telepathy. Nice. Yes, the bonnet of telepathy. The bonnet of telepathy. (laughs) I think Budge will gain kind of an intuitive understanding of what this does. But as of right, I think I think because of the way that it's been altered, you you have like ambient, inconsistent detect thoughts just sort of running. It's sort of like as soon as it's just something that you pick up and you pick up different things just from around you uh, as sort of an ambient thing. So Hoosher and Tovo, is there anything else that either of you wish to do? Because currently you're in a good enough hiding spot that I will go ahead and say nothing can really find you easily. 
I will just like say now for like the sake of brevity as well later, like what Tovo's like uh, nighttime ritual effectively is, which is that there'll be uh, when there's still some light, uh, Tovo will use uh, the cantrip bonfire, basically like stick some like irons in the fire uh, and just basically be sat around the fire doing little repairs, uh, like opening up panels and like uh, repairing things um, and like, but like fully like melding parts of metal, bending, like just taking the hot irons out of the thing, bending it round, making new parts for, <laughs> for, for himself. Does that for about an hour and during that time as well, you see that Tovo takes the gun like out of the stump of his arm and like puts it uh, like puts it in an actual holster like on the side um, and uh, you see starts puts like two big barrels like down this kind of the arm um, now uh, as I'm gonna basically whilst uh, we're in a uh, whilst like uh, like I'm resting, I switch mm-hmm. to have um uh, the boomstick. Boomstick. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I'll change it back to the peacemaker before I sort of like before we take off again. And I will also set up. Uh, I see I have a little lantern, uh, which uh has like a little dim light that it sheds. Uh, and this will be my lantern of fay tracking, Jeremy. So I'll basically mm. stand at like the mouth of the. The, of like w- of where we're staying um like looking out um whilst really still like completely still with the boomstick arm out and the lantern of fey tracking and basically like if a fey creature comes in 300 feet it suddenly uh goes bright green uh and i'll sort of wake up and potentially uh blast the hell out of it <laughs> all right uh but that's like generally like that's what tovo does i'll say that like very occasionally uh because we've got a direction now, I'll say that that's what I'm doing. But very, very occasionally, his head just and like just like like does like a little like a little security camera. Little it just does a little. <laughs> uh, I imagine that if anyone was to look at Tovo's eye, especially when he's resting, his blue eye, mm. they could see the little light bouncing around the inside of the blue eye, yeah, 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 yeah. never quite Getting exactly the landing any of the quarters. Yeah. Uh, but just sort of. It says Tafrara on the eye, like like it normally says Samsung or whatever. It says Tafrara. It's bouncing bouncing around. <laughs> Never going. Uh, you see, there's a point where it goes right for the corner, and you hear Tobo like in in this trance like state, just going, "Oh, ah." Oh. <laughs> uh, sure is there anything that you would like to do, or are you pretty much? Well, let me know. I, I think I'm f- I'm full up. I'm just gonna just let me know when it's good to take that long rest on my character. Go ahead and take that <laughs> yes, long rest. Please. You okay. got yes, it. Yes, thank you. You got it. Everybody can go ahead and take a long rest. Uh, yes, uh, I was, the other thing as well is that uh, uh, just for, uh, again, for future sake, I will always be ready to cast Rope Trick um, at a moment's <laughs> notice. Uh, you can't just unilaterally say I'm always about to cast Rope no, no, Trick. No, no, when I'm in that, like, when I'm in that state, that's like, I'm like, oh, okay. that, like when I go when into you're like... you're at the drop of a hat. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I'm like, that, I'm like, depending on what runs at us or potentially, like, I'm readying, like, that spell is what I'm yeah. saying. Okay. <laughs> that was like for all future reference. Uh, any anybody tries anything? Rope trick. Rope trick. Just forever. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, 
so the following morning, uh, the following morning, you all wake up. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Uh, I think I think Hoosier, you would probably notice this more so than most people. The sky, uh, you you arrived here later in the day, but like the sky is not really blue. It's more of like a weird shade. It's like blue ish, but there's a lot of purple ish in the sky as well. Uh, you could tell that like whatever it is around here has sort of tinted uh, your, the the sky. Like this this anomaly around here seems to have tinted the sky somewhat. Can I, uh, okay, as I'm putting, like, my big, my, my big hat back on with the veil, and I'm, like, peering out at the sky, can I try to see, like, what, is this just, like, the, the, the slowdown, as Budge called it? Is that just, like, the effect of, like, time slowing down, or is there something else at play here? Mm, uh, yeah, sure. I guess in this case it would also be Arcana, because you're looking for magic stuff. <laughs> okay. Uh, this evil laugh of yours. Go ahead. Uh, that's only a 15. Oh, so sad. Uh, with a 15, I mean, it looks like uh, you, you're you looking at it, it's like, okay, w- you know that Budge and them would have told you if you were actually in the slowdown. I think you're currently heading towards it, and so things are still getting... It's it's You get, can guess it's probably some of just the general weirdness in this okay. area. Totally, totally. Uh, who should, like, fixes their hat back on, like, clasps, like, a few um, straps, like, tighten them, like, uh, on their mask, and they, like, brush off, like, a little bit of residue that's settled over their, like, black and white robes over, uh, you know, over the course of the night. They draw themselves up to their full, full, uh, I think I called, like, six, eight, seven, six, uh, seven foot yeah. six uh, inches yeah. height. Because uh, they are Goliath. Um, yeah. And I think, like, their, their head maybe, like, scrapes, like, the... Uh, the ceiling a little bit. They turn to face Tovo and Budge to see if uh, their companions are ready. Oh, I'm out, out exercising the camel. Oh, okay. Um, doing like <laughs> yeah, camel has been here this whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't <laughs> shut the camel up, so I'm just exercising the camel. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> the camel's like, I wonder, does doing this help me at all? Will I get stronger? Will I get faster? Yeah, let's go, camel. Come on, <laughs> step on it. One, two, let's go. Okay. Uh, I'm doing like I understand milita- what you're saying. Military drills with this camel just to try and get it to shut up. <laughs> oh the sounds God. he makes with his mouth. Why can't I make oh, those sounds? Oh man! Uh, like I hope you actually become it, useful. Because if not, you're going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, afraid case- for my own life to lose what I've gained. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Husha. Husha doesn't pick up on any of this. Uh, just turns to face Budge who's presumably still in the cave. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Budge, uh, Budge is, is um, he's got a pocket that's just full of dried couscous, and he's just taking that with, like, swigs of water as it goes. Oh, my God. Mm. I love traveling food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> my so, word. Uh, so, uh, when, yeah, you, when you all are ready, you can go ahead and set off in the direction of this slowdown. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. For sure, you were pretty close. You were you you were, had stopped uh, originally when you had uh, checked out the rock. You were only about two hours away, and then you walked for like another half hour. Mm. So it's only about an hour and a half. Uh, you arrive there pretty easily in the morning, and uh, now Budge, you are very aware. I think you probably have seen it or at least heard of this uh, particular mm. spot. This, uh, yeah, I think I passed this way before. I never sort of ventured close, but mm-hmm. very much aware of it. 
Yeah, it's like oh, as you walk up, it's sort of it's, it's it's sort of like a little bit of a ravine, and the the sides of the ravine have like curved as if. Um, as if, like, when you, if you took, like, a marshmallow and stuck, like, a, t- uh, a tube through it and just took a section out of the marshmallow, the sides are, like, just curved in. That's what it looks like. It's not, it doesn't form a barrier above you, but it's, like, half of a tunnel. Mm. Uh, around, like, two halves of a tunnel just around you as you're walking in. Uh, and you can see, now, Budge, you would know uh, that this was originally part of a railway system. Huh. Uh, the railway system is now defunct, or at least this part of it is, uh, in part because of what you're about to see. And what you see as you walk to this tunnel, the mouth of this tunnel, uh, you see this metal that's twisted up uh, and jagged and looks for all like for all appearances, looks like teeth, the teeth of just this gigantic mouth that is just like <sighs> Grimacing in this hole that you can see. As you can see, this is why I did not venture inside. This looks um, kind of scary. It's not. Uh, that's not welcoming. <laughs> um, I'm gonna. Can I pick up a like if I can find any like rocks nearby? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just gonna throw one into the uh, into the. Turbo takes the a step back. <laughs> okay, so you. <laughs> Uh, it, th- yeah. it travels and whoo, as it like as it reaches like the point at just where the teeth are like extending out from the cave, it whoo, stops and slowly sinks to the ground in like a normal trajectory for a for a rock, but just so much slower. And then boom, lands on the ground. Can folks, I present to you the slowdown. Could I? Uh... Uh, cast like a cantrip into the into the slowdown. I just wanted like to see yeah. the effect of it. So like, I'll just make a bonfire like uh like in the in the center of it. Okay, so you just as not to like burn anything, s- just to like just to see the effect of it on my magic yeah. to see if it does anything other than slow it down because it's like you know magical as well. Yeah, mm. you see that it. Like the flame blossoms, almost like a little fire, mm. or excuse me, not a little fire, a little flower. <laughs> the flame, the looks, flame like a fire. looks like a fire, everyone. <laughs> uh, it's like that song. Wet. That song, flames of flames, yeah, exactly. Horse with no name, the heat was hot. Uh, it just <laughs> like slowly, this fire blooms, and then the slowest fire. It's like when it's like when some those people have like the fake fireplaces that are just digital. Mm, it's mm, like something mm. malfunctioned with that, and it's just very slowly moving whoa and I think it I think it illuminates part of the inside of the the tunnel Uh, and both as that happens I uh, I think um, Tovo you you would notice this because you have a passive investigation of 18 Uh, yes Uh, I don't think anybody else has a passive perception or investigation of 18 Uh, Tovo you looking at this just see the the sand that's going into this is disturbed in much the same way mm. uh, as the trail that you saw from earlier. In, in further in, yes, like it's you see that like you're like, oh wait a minute, and you see that the trail has picked up and slithered into like it, it heads into this hole like whatever was was slithering or sliding across the ground appears to have gone into this into the slowdown hmm um do we want to 
Go further? I, nope. Uh, who sure <laughs> that's, actually uh, that's pauses? That's one vote for no. That's one vote for no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Tovo. That's all right, actually. What we talked about last night, trying this out again, I don't want another person to get hurt, but this thing isn't a person at all. It appears to be a monster. All right. My only concern is that the one guy who should go up top doesn't really want to go in. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> can I? All I'm saying can I, can I have, is, um, can I have picked up some of the the dust, some of the magic sand, uh, and like just be like to to uh, be like to budge? I mean, you can have all of this if you want. <laughs> if you come in with us, well. All right. I mean, uh, that's certainly a good incentive, but <laughs> I just want to warn you, you might all want to get your affairs in order and make sure you got nothing that you're waiting on before you go inside. You see, I'm not on much of a schedule. In fact, uh, it's probably uh, good if I spend a little time laying down low, but we have no idea how much time could pass out here while we're in there. Could be uh, We could spend an hour in there, and it could be two weeks, two months, two years out here, so... Uh, be prepared for that. Hmm. Damn. That was... Let's set a timer then. Uh, and if it's okay with you, Jeremy, I'm going to be using like prestidigitation. There's no like timer spell and I mm-hmm. don't have a watch <laughs> as like an, a piece of equipment. <laughs> um, but could I yeah. just like prestidigitate like a little illusion of like a, a clock to carry with mm-hmm. us? Um, like while we're in there to like just keep track of time. Ooh. I don't know if I'll have to make a concentration check to keep it going, um, but... Wait, but well, before you say this, Tovo, it looks like Tovo Babe had an idea. Yes, yes. Could I, I'm uh, <laughs> uh, using magical tinkering, because I haven't actually had a chance to use this yet. Uh, part of yes. that, I can uh, create an object which uh, displays like a static visual effect, um, mm-hmm. like on a wall, and it can be uh, like numbers, and the property lasts like indefinitely. Is there mm-hmm. a way that I could have it project time like onto like a little wall? Uh, and if so, yeah. I'll leave it outside of the ta- time slippage. So that if Hushi um, does one when we go inside, that we then come out and mm. we'll not be able to tell the difference between the two. Right. I'll say that you can. I'll say that you can have it. It won't display the exact time. You can have it count just off count. the seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just count it just on counts the, seconds. the number of seconds yeah. that have gone by. In fact, actually. Like- can I do two of them? Because I have, I can do up to five, and I'll give the other one to Hushi and just say, uh, maybe you can just focus on uh, casting spells at things that jump out of us and try to kill us instead of uh, time. You can just hang on to this; it, it'll last. Understood. And if we can just see what the difference is here, I take this little knickknack from you. What does it uh, look like? Uh, I will say, I'll say this like literally just looks like a rock. Uh, I picked up a rock from uh, on the ground and then I like go, like I, I crack with my like r- thing and as I open it up on the inside of the rock, you just see two like magical numbers, each on like two, then three, then four, just like okay. shifting in like sand on the top of it. Uh, and I'll Great. hand one half to you, and then I'll prop the other half up, like just like on the floor, and kind of hide it away a little bit, so that like it does, it just looks like a, a rock on the floor, basically. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With my eye on this rock on the floor, I look at Tovo and Budge, and I say, "Wait outside for five minutes, if you may, if you will." Uh, and Hoosier's gonna back into the cave while looking at their stone to see Ooh. what the difference is, to see what like the oh, conversion no. rate is. <laughs> you know. Okay. All right. Uh, just roll me a uh, a dexterity saving throw. It's not a high DC. Okay. Uh, oh, she's going to come out like 70 that. years old oh, or something. Oh, my God. Uh, I have a 
I got a four. <laughs> I got a four. Okay. Okay. Who sure? Uh, this is going to be a weird thing to explain. <laughs> but as you... I, this is what I want you to picture, just in general. Imagine that you were, like, lying on a little, like, a Roomba, uh, and you taped your arm to another Roomba next to you. And then both Roombas accelerated, but the Roomba that you were on went several times faster than the Roomba to which your arm was attached. And imagine what that might do to your arm if you just pass your own, uh, because essentially what you're doing is you are slowly backing into, piece by piece, a a slowdown effect. You don't know exactly to what degree, but if you start to move to the side a little Uh, bit, (laughs) uh, it can cause a little bit of... Uh, it caused a little bit of injury. Now, nothing serious occurs, Ooh. but as you step back, I think there's a moment where you're like, here it goes. And as you step back, you kind of move your leg to the side and feel like a, ah! And it's like, oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Oh, I I think I'm feeling my body getting, like, torn piecemeal, you know, as I, like, fail this deck save and I go... <sighs> I like gasp um, and I activate my chronergy magic uh, and mm-hmm. Tovo and Bud from the outside. It looks like I glitch and I like come back to like the the, the entrance of the cave um, as basically I just get to reroll that saving throw. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. I got a six. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm trying to think of a way I can assist, but I really don't think there's much I could do. Like. You can hear Budge uh, shout from outside, I find it's best to run straight into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's nothing. It's The DC was 10. It was not a high. I'm sorry. Um, but you don't suffer any, like, major debilitating injuries. Okay. Okay. But it's definitely, like, it's definitely a sprain. Like, as you're stepping back, like, okay, the knee, we don't plant the foot first. But as you do, as your foot slides into it, you move your leg. Without touching the ground, you move your leg slightly to the side and feel your ankle like, ooh. <laughs> like, a, it's a twist. And it's like, oh, ow, 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 ow. Uh, and you just kind of like, ah. Uh, and I think you just sort of straight, straight fall back, mm-hmm. just in there, just poof. And the rest of you see Hoosier like, ah, and then like fall and poof. And then just start like very slowly falling. So how much um, damage am I taking, Jeremy? I'm not going to say you take damage. I'm okay. going to say that you have, I'm going to say that your, uh, your running speed is halved and mm. you have disadvantage on deck saves. Okay. As long but as I'm in here? Definitely. Okay. Uh, well, until basically until a long rest or okay. short rest. I'll let you with a short rest because basically a sprained ankle. You just okay. sprained your ankle. Ouch. Uh, but no, no major injuries, thankfully, uh, occurred in this particular case. So um, you like fall back, uh, like land back to the fire or land back next to the fire, which is now like going normally. Mm. Uh, and you, you, you're inside of the anomaly. You can go deeper into this cave if you wish to, uh, investigate, or you can just stay in the mouth. It's up to you. Can I still see Tovo and Budge on the outside? Are we like... It looks like Budge in particular is like, like breathing very, very quickly. 
like a little he's like a little hamster just standing there i'm gonna lift uh the rock so they can see the numbers displaying like on the rock and i'm gonna also like look at like how quickly time is passing and i'm gonna uh, yeah. try to ratio it i'll i'll, I'll grab mm. the other rock and hold it up as well then okay <laughs> uh you see the numbers just like going by very quickly on the other one uh-huh. uh, whereas on yours it's like uh, it's going like a normal pace at and a, it's yeah, like oh. at a normal rate okay Could- it could, Can if I it, tell? It, like, it's going, yeah, I was going to say, it's going normally for me and slow on who she is. So is there a way mm-hmm. that yeah. it be, pro- might be easier for me to tell a relative, like, mm-hmm. could, could we try yeah. that? Like, Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. Roll me just a flat intelligence check. Okay. To just basically just count and tell the I difference. don't want to say, it's another 22. <laughs> Twenty twos everywhere. This is, I, I mean, to be fair, considering it's like a Wild West campaign, a twenty-two is fitting. Mm. The yeah, the the time difference that's going is like you see at first, it, uh, it's like do 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 do. do like, or yours is like going normally. There's is going very very slow. You are able to calculate mm. that the difference between uh, your time and their time uh, appears to be. Uh, it seems that time is trapped traveling for you uh, approximately seven times faster Ooh. than is traveling for Hoosier right so, now. So every wow. seven seconds on the outside is one second on the inside. Yes. Damn. Okay. Uh, I have a little idea that I'd just like to test out really quickly. Um, mm-hmm. I would like to... Can I... I want to run through the thing. <laughs> Okay. Like, uh, uh, I might even jump, like, in, like, a, like, try, like, tuck into a little ball and then land mm-hmm. to the other side. Try to, like, see. Are you, bring, are you bringing your timer with you? Uh, no, no, I'll leave the timer with Budge, if I may. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna say, I'll say, hold on to this. I'll, uh, like, cannibal through the, <laughs> through the time slippage. Okay. Make myself as small uh, as possible, so this is a little, yes. like, potential <laughs> slippage. Roll me your deck save with advantage, then. Okay. That's an at twenty, my dude. Uh, that's you just. <laughs> what I'm is so happening? sorry. <laughs> that was a black lives matter dice as well. That's the first time I've used it tonight, and it was nat twenty. Who uh, sure? You just see Tovo uh, come and then slows down and lands to you next to you normally. <laughs> Uh, just looking like in a su- super cool cowboy pose, uh, Kate billowing in the back. And for bugs, do I look even smoking. cooler right now? Because I'm like, it's super yeah, slow mo. Slow motion. Yeah, Kate. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Like, just 300 style superhero. I, I fully turn around and like start tinkering and stuff. But for Budge, I'm like, do 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 do, like just turning round, like <laughs> like staring. Yeah, at it's so cool that the Budge under his breath is just going like. Do 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 like a little soundtrack to you. Damn, he's cool. Bunch just starts doing the turbo theme like immediately, like under his breath. <laughs> um, uh, cool. I would like to cast create bonfire, and I would mm-hmm. like to wait a minute. I would basically want to leave like the duration of it, and I want to see if it lasts for seven minutes. Oh, so on the if outside. you cast it, I'm casting the, it outside, outside, but I inside, I'm going to maintain concentration for a minute. Okay. Um, you want to see if it lasts for seven minutes on the outside? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because so, mm, that's a really cool experiment. <laughs> that's a very interesting. That's a very interesting experiment. <laughs> Sorry, uh, DM. Cool. I like this. Uh, you you see Budge next to you. It's so cool that he's the spot where he was just standing ignites. <laughs> Where I took off from, it just did a, yeah. a bonfire of <laughs> And um. Tovo, you see that it's 
like just uh, fluttering very, yeah. very quickly. Uh, and it does not last for seven minutes. Uh, it lasts uh, from your perspective. Like nine uh, seconds. Yeah, for, from your perspective, for it lasts for no, it doesn't even last for a minute. Uh, it lasts for a minute out there, which for uh, you okay, good. is okay. less, just under nine, nine seconds. Nine seconds. Okay, that's good to know. That's good to know. Uh, I felt like that was an important thing for us to clarify before we ended up yes. fighting somebody around one of these things. <laughs> no, yeah, good it's experiment. all relative. It's, yeah. it's a weird stuff. Yeah, we need to... I think at this point, I think at this point, as you're standing here like, hmm, uh, very, very faintly, you hear a... Way off behind you, just echoing into down. the into the cave. Yeah, echoing down the the echoing down the maw of this cave. Uh, I'll poof. I'll hey bud, come here. <laughs> <laughs> um, leave the stone out there. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna yeah, I'm I'm gonna do my usual thing and just like run full pelts at the. Uh, Yes. Uh, at the anomaly. Uh, Nebit's just gonna, Nebit's gonna do what she does and take off and then just pull her wings in and dive straight in. Just dive for uh, Both yeah. of you can make your dexterity checks with, uh, dexterity saving throws with advantage. Okay. Uh, Nebit makes it. Uh, I think I, I probably, I think I probably make it as well. It's uh, a DC 10. Just check my deck. Oh, I definitely make it. I rolled a 19, so... Ooh, yeah, yeah easily. You, whew, both of you, ha! And now all of you are in here, and you once again hear a... Poof, a little bit closer this time. Uh, <laughs> Turbo's so enraptured by this experiment that he's just done. Turns around to, uh, to the other two and go, I wonder what would happen if I teleported out of here, out Not to there... <laughs> Tova, we literally don't have time to waste here. No, 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 that's very true. Okay, yeah, yeah, let's go. But I just... You ever heard about the proverb of uh, playing with fire? (laughs) Well, you just did that already, so I don't think you should push your luck. Another bonfire? What do you mean? Oh, right, okay. I understand now. (laughs) (laughs) Two of them this time. Okay, yeah, we should... Uh, Getting closer. Go and find out what's happening. Do we want to maybe not try and alert anyone to our presence? Uh, yes, agreed. And observe. I don't want to stay more than a day in here, which is a week out there. Uh, yeah, let's keep an eye on the rock. <laughs> let's keep an yes. eye on the rock. Mm. Uh, I'm going to turn to Nebit and ask her to do her thing. Um, and she's going to cast uh, Pass Without Trace on Thank you, because yes. I... You'll love to see it. Have. Thank you, Nebit. You'll love to see J- it. Jerry, did we decide that I have disadvantage, yes? Well, I do have disadvantage. Uh, still. Yes. Yes, thought so. Yes. Cool. I'm like, uh, yeah, I should clarify for everyone that the, the reason that, uh, and feel free everyone as well to call me Rust, uh, I'll say that during the night, Rust explained uh, that uh, only um, his mentor ever referred to him as Rust. It was like a, a term of endearment, and like the local like town that they lived by also called him Rust, because like, he's not like a shiny robot by any means, like most of the st- like parts of him are like slightly, they're like a slightly burgundy rusted colour, uh, so he hence the name Rust. Um but yeah, uh, but he makes a bit of a creaky noise as he walks. <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Uh, and uh, yeah, you guys uh, head down. So she, uh, I, I'm wondering how Nebit casts a spell. I imagine that she sort of like holds up a claw uh, and sort of traces a shape, like a complex shape in the air uh, while making like complex sort of like chirping and honking noises. Yeah, I feel it's a very sort of complex, uh, like lots of flapping wings and like delicate sort of mm-hmm. like like a, a, a winged equivalent of like dressage. So it's like really sort of mm. elegant and balletic kind of swirling of wings yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Like precise. And, and in that moment, in that moment, it's like feathery down. Uh, as as though she's like shedding. It's like feathery down, but the color of uh, leopard spots like covers all of you. And uh, all of you have a plus 10 <laughs> to stealth. Oh, looks like I used to have an allergy to... Uh Feathers. Strange. <laughs> yeah, I love that Budge, or I love that uh, Russ doesn't need to breathe. Yeah. But he still, he still, still has like an allergic yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Jeremy, this is, this is ridiculous. I rolled a five and still came out with a 22. Hey! Because <laughs> I get a oh, plus seven man. and then a uh, plus 10. So works out as a 22. <laughs> okay. Uh, what, do the, what did the rest of you get? I got a 28. I got a 31. Jeez. Um, Nebit did not get anywhere near that. I got a 36. Uh, She she still got a 14. (sighs) Oh, wow. Okay. She tried. (laughs) She tried. She she rolled a natural two. Yes. Oh, no, no, no. no. Excuse me. She gets a plus. She gets a plus six to stealth. So she actually gets an 18. Okay. Um, So it's much better. She's still just like, "Hmm." yeah. (laughs) Uh, So you all start to stalk down this tunnel uh you can tell it's, it's a pretty big tunnel like it's not like a small cramped thing there were this there, there were like large machines that used to come through here uh who you totally had these uh back in du- uh Gurun. like it's i i don't think they're operational nowadays uh but like people have started to like get you you have kind of gone back to the old days of how you used to run locomotives and a lot much of the country has now been connected uh via locomotive uh but as as you all are heading down here, the uh, you hear this and then like uh, you hear like weird sounds like voices coming from down into this into the this place. You also notice as you're walking a lot of this uh, K or a lot of this tunnel seems like it's been warped. Uh, as well as the fact that there are tunnels offshoots of it. Like this was a whole network. Um, I think both Tovo and Budge, you would know that this place uh, was originally sort of like a gateway uh, to a region called Sowland. Uh, it was it was it was still part of uh, it's very much part of the region of Utaram, uh, and it was also part of the same country that used to uh, rule Utaram or used to control this area known as Izem. I think all of you know that uh, Izem, uh, Izem Kingdom, also known as like the Lion Kingdom, uh, or just Izem Lion in general. That was what Did this they region used to have an actual ruler in these parts, like a oh, Lion yeah. King. <laughs> yes, they did. Oh, they did, they actually have a, did. They did actually. Oh, yeah, they did. Shit, that's awesome. Straight up. Uh, yeah, yeah. They had a straight up. It was like it was a. It was basically like a high king slash governor position, similar to. It's like if you mixed the Queen of England with the Pope, uh, but it, like old school Queen of England, where like they still had actual power. Mm-hmm. So it was like a monarch, but also religious leader combined into one. Yeah, uh, I heard about Simba the Eighth. He was a real handful. Real handful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Baruch Al Simba. Uh, <laughs> so, 
So such a terrible tyrant in the end of that childhood trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Really got to it. Uh, don't worry, he lives in you. Uh, so you, I can feel the love in that ears. Um, you, you, you know what? You know what, Jasper? Take a take inspiration. Hey, uh, I'm a sucker for a pun. I'm a sucker for a pun. What can I say? So. Uh, you all are heading down here and you hear this and you hear it sounds like different voices like I think you hear uh, a feminine voice Uh, it sounds sort of like breathing heavily like but then you also hear like voices it sounds like child voices uh, adult voices but the other voices don't seem particularly uh, like distressed but in between this you still hear the uh, and as you're walking the floor starts to sort of dip down I, I I think some of you have dark vision, yes? Uh, I do not. I feel like somebody on this team Ludicrously, not Turbo. <laughs> Knowing this, I'm, I am now going to prepare like, my dark vision spell <laughs> tomorrow. Because <laughs> this is ludicrous. Does Budge have dark vision? I do have dark vision. Budge has dark vision. Okay, so so Budge, you alone, uh, you and, I think you and, because uh, I imagined that, uh, um, Oh, wow. Panthers somehow don't have dark vision. I'm saying I'm ruling that Panthers have dark vision. That makes zero sense. Mm. Uh, she absolutely has dark vision. Mm. Both of you see that the the uh, ground starts to like dip uh, in front of you and like this cave area is like opening up. And as you're walking down, you see like a whole network of these railways. A lot of them you see have been like weirdly twisted and some of them are like corkscrewing. Some of them are like helixing. You see that some appear to have like just completely come apart and are now facing like in weird directions. But atop one of them, only about 20 feet off the ground. No, they don't notice you yet, but you see, uh, Unati, would you please describe <gasps> your character? Who that? Yes. Who that? <laughs> Who that? Hello. That's right. Ha- she here. She here. <laughs> How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Well, what you see is a small, lithe woman, uh, quite dainty in her physique, um, but her features give her the illusion of height, even though she's quite petite. She uh, has dark, almost obsidian black skin. And she is dressed in what appears to be some kind of cloth and cotton, uh, floor-length dress, kind of cinched, snatched in the center, much like a corset, but in more of an, a wrap-style formation. She's also wearing a, a, a towel-rigged turban over her eyes to to cover her face and by her side you see a beautiful obsidian black Winchester rifle it almost whispers at you and for a second just a second because it's a little dark you almost think you saw out of the corner of her eye it kind of turned and almost see you uh, and I think it's only a short moment before the Winchester rifle is again lowered and aimed at a truly horrific creature. You see a, it appears to be a, some kind of ooze. Because oh. I think most of you are familiar with oozes. Mm. But this ooze, as it sits there, 
has produced multiple humanoid figures, which oh. are all looking up at the woman on the tracks and are calling up to her. And that is where we will end this Bye. session. Oh, no. No. <laughs> what an yes. entrance. What an yes. entrance. So badass. Uh, Cliffhanger. Thank you all uh, for thank you all for tuning in. Uh, and yes, it's true. Unati's in this season. She's, She's here. here. Ah, we to tease you. We <laughs> were, <laughs> there were scheduling questions, but she's they here. They have been answered. Yes, <laughs> they she have been answered. <laughs> Those questions yeah. have been answered. Uh, and yes, Unati has joined us. She back. Um, thank yeah. you all so much for listening to this particular episode of. Thank you all for listening. Should we just should we just give you a moment, um, the two of you? Just I think we should allow our guests to plug their stuff, and me and yes. Jeremy will go and have words. In a, a, a diff- I'm gonna break, make a breakout room for me and Jeremy yes. to uh, have this altercation. Roll initiative, Jeremy. <laughs> Connie, uh, Connie, please tell us where can we find you. Absolutely. Hey, everyone. I've been Connie. I played uh, who sure pronounced the he she. You can find me on Twitter, itch, and Patreon at by Connie Chang, B-Y-C-O-N-N-I-E-C-H-A-N-G. I am also the GM and producer behind Transplaner RPG, uh, which is an all-transgender people of color-led 100% homebrew D&D 5th edition live-streamed actual play campaign set in an original non-colonial anti-orientalist world, if that's interesting to you. Tune into our stream Saturdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Central Time on Twitch at Transplaner RPG. We're also uploading our past streams as an edited podcast. Um, so that drops every Tuesday on your favorite podcasting platform. So just search Transplaner RPG in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, drop us a five-star review because that really helps us with engagement. Mm-hmm. Uh, and with that, I'll pass it along to our other lovely guest, Johnny. Hey, yeah, I, I listened to, well, not all of the first podcast episode because it's like like eight hours long. It's like 400 minutes long, but I listened to some of it and it's great. It's great. I recommend you go check it out. Um, I'm Johnny Charles. I am the resident bard for Three Black Halflings. Uh, you can yeah, find some of my musical shenanigans over at on Instagram uh, at the underscore lonely underscore orchestra. And if you would like a bespoke custom piece of music produced for your uh, podcast, indie game uh, D&D campaign or bath time then uh, do just slide on up into my DMs Johnny does bath right. time music and my god it's good <laughs> so live. soothing he does it live. live he doesn't do it he'll just perch on your yeah, basin yeah. and just stare <laughs> at you like yeah. locking he eyes he will not break eye contact the best does. thing as well is it's a banjo <laughs> whilst in the bath, whilst you're... <laughs> he switches between instruments still without breaking eye contact yeah. the whole it's time. Uh, what about us? Anyway, thank Can you. people find us? Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yes. Of course. This is Three Black Halflings, is uh, in case you didn't know. Yes, it is. Uh, please check us out. We have a whole other talk show thing that we do. It's mostly what it's we do. It's kind of like the thing uh, we do. <laughs> yeah, it comes out on Mondays, yeah. uh, wherever pods are cast. You can also follow us on Twitter uh, and Instagram and Facebook at TB Halflings. Uh, and of course, we are on Patreon, uh, Three Black Halflings, and we have a Discord. And the Discord is vibrant and awesome. And we have mods now. Oh, it's great. Shout so out to the mods. beautiful yeah. now, the Discord. Yeah. Shout I out love to it. the mods. I love it. It's such or, a great place. Hey, if you really want, if you want to send us an email or something, you can send us an email at uh, secondbreakfast at tbhalflings.com. You absolutely can. Please do. Uh, Yeah, please do. We're lonely. Uh, (laughs) Thank you all so much for tuning in once again. Uh, We will catch you next week. Bye-bye. 
What? So long, Shia. 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 What's going on? It was a multi-part. It was a multi-part. Bye-bye. It was a multi-part. Bye-bye. It's my new thing. Bye-bye. I'm leaning into a bye. The most generic possible goodbye ever. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.